All right. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to welcome all you back to the Creating a Proud Culture call this morning. This is Pastor Lester Hayes this morning coming at you. It is uh, 6 a.m. in the morning on a Wednesday morning, January 29th, 2020. And uh, we thank the Lord this morning for all of our prayer warriors, prayer partners, our intercessors, our watchmen and women, and our gatekeepers this morning, our overcomers that have gathered again this morning, uh, blessed us with their presence this morning. And we thank the Lord for all of our listeners out there in podcast world and out, out there in our different platform media platforms this morning that will be receiving this message this morning and receiving this prayer this morning. So we just lift everyone up to the Lord this morning. Ask that you would just continue your steadfast <coughs> love for Jesus Christ. Let that be the motivation for being on this line. Let that be the motivation for everything you do, is that you be driven by a steadfast love for Jesus Christ. That's really all the motivation that we really need. Uh, whether you're dealing with uh, opposition from family members, friends, co-workers, party affiliation, uh, you know, clergy, church members, it doesn't matter. Let's be driven these last days we're living in until Jesus come back. Let's be driven by a steadfast love for Jesus Christ uh, to show our gratitude and appreciation for the work he did on the cross. So let that drive us this morning. Amen. So let's check in this morning with our usual morning prayer. Get us woke up and stirred up and, and, and warmed up this morning. And then we'll give you this word and get Pastor Phoebe on. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Lord, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts, Lord, as we forgive our debtors. Leave us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory. Lord, it all belongs to you. So as we come this morning, Father, again, seeking your face this morning, just want to make known to you our adoration and love on this day. We thank and praise you this morning, Lord God, for uh, just allowing us to be driven by your steadfast love, the steadfast love that we have for you. Let that be our only motivation as we go forward, Lord God, and help us, Father, to just be able to distinguish, Lord God, between what is right and what is wrong and make a conscientious decision that we will continue to serve you. Let us uh, walk in that spirit of discernment, Lord God, because there are so many challenges and oppositions that are coming at us from family, from friends, from co-workers, from party affiliation. Uh, through all all the, the the social media networks, Lord God, and so we don't know, Lord God, how, how to uh, uh, evaluate much of it. But we do know that when we look in the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, you've already made known to us these things that we're going to see taking place and unfolding in these last days. And so help us not to be so distracted, Lord God, that we cease to continue to strive to aim and please you in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So we thank you for the love of God that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, that we're able now, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, to be driven by steadfast love for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who laid his life down for us. And so we thank you, Father God, for sending your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Help us to stand fast, steadfast, unmovable, always moving forward in the love of God. And so we give you the praise this morning. Now, Holy Ghost, we ask you to just take this lesson and use it for your glory. We thank and praise you for this message going out to our listeners on podcast. God, we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for the victorious return that shall come 
uh, as a result of this word and this prayer. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Now have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's run over to the book of Acts real quick. Chapter 21. Want to give you three or four verses here, man, just to feed your appetite this morning before Pastor Phoebe come on. And again, I want you to I want to title this this focus this morning, uh, you know, driven by a steadfast love for Jesus Christ, man. That's got to be the only motivation. Rule out everything else. Set it aside. Right now, we're we're trying to promote a steadfast love, man, for Jesus Christ, which we believe sometimes because of the uh, the uh, increase of iniquity out there, it causes the love of many to wax cold. But we want to remain steadfast in our love for Jesus Christ. We want to be driven by that especially right now uh, in these days that we're living in. So let's go real quick to the book of Acts chapter 21. I want to start reading right here at verse number uh, 11. Amen. Amen. And this is Paul. Paul is making a trip to Jerusalem. He's on a journey to Jerusalem, the holy city. Uh, And Paul is kind of like, you know, using his motive, using the motivation because Jesus also made a journey uh, to Jerusalem. And so Paul is, as you can see, following in the same footsteps as Jesus walked in, going, going to Jerusalem. It's something about going there to minister. It's something about going there as a center where, where, where a lot of attention is focused on because this was a holy gathering place. A lot of people came there, respected this city as a holy city. There was a lot of council there. There was a lot of, uh, uh, synagogues there. There was a lot of wise men there. There was, there was a headquarters there. So it was a great place to go and debate issues. It was a great place to go and get your message out. And, you know, and, 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 and sort of, it was sort of like the capital, you know, you're going there, man, because you got official business to take care of. And Paul wanted to go there. He was on a journey there. But however, a lot of the family members and a lot of constituents and, and associates of Paul, well, they felt danger for Paul. They did not want Paul to go. They were trying to discourage Paul. They was trying to pull on his heart. So Paul, we don't think it's a good idea to go there. But when you are driven by steadfast love for Jesus Christ, sometimes you'll put yourself in arm's way because it sometimes just happens naturally and you don't think about it because you know you're on a mission for the Lord. You know you're driven by a love that you have for him because he was driven by a love that he had for us. And so we see this man with Paul uh, following in the exact footsteps of Jesus, you know, going to Jerusalem because he felt like, man, he could persuade some people. He could, you know, he could persuade some some Jews. He could persuade some people that all they wanted to do, man, was push the, the teaching of Moses, you know, circumcision to be saved. And Paul has now got this new revelation and he's baptizing the Holy Ghost, man. And he's just driven by this steadfast love that he had for Jesus Christ because he had that experience on the road to Damascus. And now, man, he's ignited, he's on fire, and he's just driven by that steadfast love. Even when he's got people telling him, Paul, we don't think that's a good idea, man. You know, I mean, they warned him, they told him because they kind of knew that uh, the reputation was everybody had got word out that Paul was coming. And they didn't want Paul to come there, man, and be sharing that gospel. They didn't want him coming there telling people, man, that, you know, you don't have to be circumcised anymore. You don't have to follow the ceremonial aspects of being saved. All you have to do, man, is under grace, believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I shall be saved. Believe in his death, burial, and resurrection, and you shall be saved. And see, this was a whole new level of teaching for them. This was the gospel now. 
that Paul was driven and motivated to go and teach and share with people. And he wanted to go to the elders, you know, and the scribes and the Pharisees. He wanted to go right straight to the top, straight to the holy city, straight to the place where there was a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, leadership uh, calling the shots on what should be taught, you know, and what was authentic and what was not. You had the Sanhedrin council there. So Paul wanted to go there, man, and try to have an impact on changing their minds about this doctrine that he was now preaching and teaching, which was the gospel. He wasn't ashamed of it. He wasn't afraid of it. He was driven. He was willing to put himself in arm's way to be driven to go and share this message with them, which was a message of love, you know, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. No longer by circumcision, but now circumcision, not of the foreskin, but of the foreskin of the heart now, is what Paul was driven to go share with them. So let's kind of look look at a few of these verses right here, man, and get this get this message right here and paint this picture. So we want to begin reading at verse 11, like I said. And here we go here. Matter of fact, let's start at verse 10 right here. Uh, understanding that Paul had been warned by the Spirit of God about the persecution. So it was no need for him to be alarmed by people telling him not to go. Paul had the Holy Spirit, you know, and like us, we're driven. We have the Holy Spirit. He drives us sometimes to do the things we do. Sometimes when it don't feel comfortable, it don't feel, ple you, know, ple you know, pleasure in it. But, you know, for the love of Christ, that's what it's got to be. It's got to be for the love of Christ, for his name's sake, and be driven by that steadfast love. And so let's see how this thing unfolds right here. It says in verse uh, number 10, it says, And as they tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus, okay? Sent out to warn Paul, okay? And verse 11, he says, and when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bounded his own hands and feet and said, thus says the Holy Ghost. So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him unto the hands of the Gentiles. So he's in the, in, the, in, in the power of the spirit. He's warning Paul. Amen. But see, Paul has already been warned because Paul got the same Holy Ghost. And Paul understands the danger, but he's driven by steadfast love for Jesus Christ. And he's willing to put himself in arm's way to deliver this message. Appreciate the prophet bringing the word, confirming the word. Appreciate that. You know, did it with a sign that followed, wrapped Paul's girl around his own hands and spoke under the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for men like Agabus. But when you're driven by steadfast love, man, you follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, even when it seems that there's danger lurking. And he goes on in verse 12 and says, and when we heard these things. Yeah, when we heard. Wait a minute. Yeah. When we heard these things. Amen. He says, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. So right now, see, now they, they're telling Paul, Paul, wait a minute. You got to, you got to understand this sign that danger is imminent. It's, it's, it's imminent. You know, you, it's going to happen to you. And we don't want anything to happen to you. You've been with us now teaching us and, and sharing this good news of the gospel with us. And we're not ready for them to bind you. And we're not ready for you to be killed yet. We want to hear some more about this gospel. And Paul is like saying, you know, uh, you know, I, 
I've got a strong sense of mission that's driving me. This task is eating me up. This zeal for what I'm doing is just overtaking me, and I, and, and, you know, and I just can't not go. I've got to go because I feel this sense of urgency. I feel this sense of mission which is why we're doing what we're doing, getting up at six o'clock in the morning. Ours is not quite like Paul, but it's a mission for Christ nevertheless. And we're driven, I believe, too, by a steadfast love that we have for Jesus Christ. You know, I believe, I believe that with all my heart. I believe there's some motivating uh, factor that you're not fully aware of yet that drives you to do what you do to be on this line at six o'clock. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus that the Lord will continue to reveal that sense of mission and purpose and urgency to you as we continue to be steadfast and be driven by our steadfast love for Jesus Christ. If you have any other motivation for why you're doing what you're doing, then it, it, it you know, it's, 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 it's kind of mute. You know, if you're not driven by a steadfast love that you have for the Lord Jesus Christ, because he was driven to go get on that cross by the love he had for many. And so Paul is letting them know that, Hey, my, 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 you know, my, even though y'all are warning me, I got a warning from Agabus. Now I'm getting a warning from y'all, family members and friends. So that's like a double warning. Sometimes we get five and six warnings, you know, and, and we still go ahead on and do. And things work out together for our good, especially when you're doing things for the Lord. And so Paul is saying, understand, I appreciate the warning, but y'all don't understand. I've got to go. Amen. I have a strong sense of mission. Matter of fact, here it is right here in verse 13. It says, and then Paul answered, what means ye to weep and to break mine heart? Don't you know I'm driven by this sense of mission? Don't break my heart. Get behind me. Support me. Pray for me. Encourage me. I'm doing a great work for the Lord. I can't come down. right. I got to go. For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the Look at this. For the name of the Lord Jesus. Paul said, man, I, I'm driven by this steadfast love I have for the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, Paul is so constantly reminded, he saved me. Y'all didn't save me. Agabus didn't save me. The prophet didn't save me. The pastor didn't save me. The apostle didn't save me. The mega church didn't save me. Man didn't save me. He says, I'm driven by this steadfast love that I have for Jesus Christ, even though I might be bound and even though I, they may kill me. Paul's like, what a way to go out fulfilling your sense of, of mission, accomplishing your mission. If Jesus were to come right now in the next couple of seconds, y'all, we would be on this line occupying till he come, talking about Jesus, fulfilling our, our mission. You know, it's because we have a sense of mission about this thing. That's why we're gathering every morning. You know, that's why we created this this prayer culture. We feel like this is a mission that we have given to us by God, and it must be carried through and sought through until Jesus comes. And so Paul is letting them know there, y'all don't understand. I'm driven by steadfast love for Jesus Christ. Verse 14, he says, and when he would not be persuaded, we ceased. They stopped talking to him. They said, Paul, man, we might as well stop warning him, man. Paul is driven by this thing, saying, the will of the Lord be done. That's the bottom line. The will of, and when all have been said, all the warnings have been given, all the naysayers and all the gangsayers and all the doubters and all the haters and all those who don't believe in this, you know, all of those who need a sign before they believe anything. You know, Lord then gave sign to some believe for a sign and some believe. He said, more blessed are those who believe without a sign. And so we have a sign. We say we have received salvation through Jesus Christ. That's what drives us. That's the steadfastness right there that drives us right there. 
And he goes on to say, and when we would be not be persuaded, we see saying the will of the Lord be done. 15, he says, and after those days, we took up our carriages and went up to Jerusalem. <clears throat> there went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea and brought with them one manison of Cyprus, an old disciple with whom we should lodge. Isn't that something? Here's an old disciple, seasoned disciple, like seasoned salt, man. You know, he is seasoned with experience. He's seasoned, man. He's probably been there for a while. He probably ha he probably have stood some tests. He got he probably got some wisdom right now. And isn't it amazing how God would just allow him, man, them to stay there with him, man. That, that you know, a safe environment for them in the midst of all that was planned, you know, and all that, that that confronted them. And so, all these other disciples, man, showed their love, you know, escorting Paul as he departed on his way. They showed their love, man. Look at them right there. It said, After these days, they took their carriage and went up to Jerusalem. And then it says, And there went with them. So, they're showing their love to Paul by accompanying him. Yeah, they done gave him all these warnings, they done talked about the danger. But look at them, man, following Paul as he followed Christ. Man, that's what you call driven by steadfast love. Paul told him, follow me as I follow Christ. You know, if you follow Christ, people will eventually follow you as you follow Christ. I tell people all the time, if I stop following Christ, you better jump ship, man, and go in a different direction. You know, but if somebody's following Christ, you couldn't do yourself, your family, your friends. You couldn't do a better deed for them. A better, you couldn't help them any more than following somebody who followed Christ. There is a, a following of people out there right now. Man, I don't know what they're following. They're definitely not following Christ. It's like they're chasing after prosperity. They're chasing after get-rich-quick schemes. They're chasing after a, a, a politics. You know, they're not driven by steadfast love for Jesus Christ, you know. You know, stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free and do not be entangled with the yoke of bondage again. Galatians 5 and 1. And so it's like people have just abandoned <clears throat> that which is good and that which is right in the eyesight of God. And they're just going, following men, putting trust and confidence in men and in a system of religion instead of, uh, you know, their Christian values. They're just forsaking all of that. And Paul is saying, no, man, not me. You can warn me. You can kill me. You can make threats. But I'm going to continue to strive in my steadfast love for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor Phoebe. <clears throat> day oh god we thank you for being able to get up this morning god and to gather in your name and to get on this creating a prayer culture for god Lord, and and just continue to to the word and what the scriptures entail father we thank you even for the scriptures and acts uh 14 that has been given to us of paul's steadfast love for for jesus and we thank you because it just begins to to teach us even the more about our steadfast love for him. And we thank you that Jesus was just so faithful to his father as we are being faithful to Jesus. We thank you that 
because of your steadfast love, we're, we're motivated to continue the work, to, to not quit, to not stop, regardless of the circumstances and situations that present itself before us, God. We thank you that because of our love for you, Jesus, we continue on. We continue on teaching. We continue on preaching. We continue on sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with whomever we come in contact with, with whomever will listen, whoever is open, whoever's heart is open to receive. No, no matter what it is we have to go through to do the Lord's will, we thank you, God, that even as Jesus said in, in the book of Luke 22 and 42, he said, not my will, but yours be done. And we thank you, God, that that was that same motivation that was, was given to Paul. That was the same motivation that's been given to us for it's no longer about us. It's not our will, but thy will be done. Father, we thank you that you, you chose us for us to be out here teaching and preaching and sharing and declaring and, and, and being the example of what the word is and what the word does. And we thank you for that love that you have given us. We thank you for the love of Jesus. That, that's what strengthens us to continue to endure. You said love endures forever. Love bears all things. And we thank you that that's steadfast love. That's what steadfast love does. Even as, as the word says in, in Lamentations 3, when it talks about the steadfast love, love of the Lord never ceases for your mercies, Lord. They never come to an end for they are new every morning and great is your faithfulness. Great is your faithfulness to us. Great is your faithfulness to us. Even Jesus, as you went and you died on that cross because you knew that it was no longer your will, but let thy will be done. And so because of that, your steadfast love and faithfulness to us has caused us to have a steadfast love and faithfulness to you. It's about faithfulness to you, faithfulness to your cause, faithfulness to your will and to your work. That's what's changing lives. That's what's changing this nation. We will continue to stand and rise up and declare the word of God over the atmosphere, over this nation, over the country, over the world. We will not stop praying. We will not stop preaching. We will not stop teaching. We are going to continue to get up every morning and get on this line and teach and pray and share the word of God. We're going to continue to be the watchmen on the high towers, warning the people of what's to come and what's to happen and also preparing the people so that when things come, you will be prepared because you will be standing on the word of God, the word of the Lord. It has power. It says at the name of Jesus, that demons bow and every tongue must confess. People are confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is the only way we will not stop. We will not come down as shepherds, as ministers, as leaders, as men and women of God. We will not stop teaching the, the sound doctrine, the word of God. We have a steadfast love for Jesus and this steadfast love is keeping us. It's building us. It's tearing down all the things, the blockages, the things that would try to stop us just as there are people that try to even stop us to say, you should, you should quit. You should give up. No, we're going to continue to move forward because it's not our will. It's God's will and God's will must be done. Even this week, as we were talking about patience, 
Thank you, God, for the word patience because patience deals with steadfast love. You can be patient when you have a steadfast love for Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that is in us, that is continuing to motivate us, that's pulling us forward. We're excited in you, Jesus. We're glad to do this work. We look for forward to every opportunity that's presented to us all because of the steadfast love we thank you lord god that people as we follow you others are following christ we say look you're following christ we're following christ we're going in the same direction because we're falling after the things of god that's why we continue to teach the word of god that's why we teach the scriptures that's why we apply the scriptures we thank god for when things come because because it opens the opportunity so that you can put God in remembrance of his word. He said, my word shall go forth, never to return void, that it will accomplish that very thing in which it was set out to do. That steadfast love, continue to keep declaring that word, continue to keep moving forward. Holy Spirit, go before us, each and every one on this line today. Go before us, because if you don't go before us, we will not not go. Just as Paul knew the Holy Spirit is going before me. I'm going forward because I have a steadfast love for the Father because when he saved Paul on that road to Damascus, it was life changing just like all of us on this line. If you had a road to Damascus experience, it has pulled out that steadfast love in you and it has caused you to move forward in Jesus. And Lord, we thank you this morning that we will continue continue to share this love of Jesus, huh? that we will continue to go wherever the Lord leads us to go. God will not give you a vision to go somewhere and not give you what's needed to fulfill the vision. So Lord, we'll be patient. We'll wait on you. We won't move till you say move. We won't stop till you say stop. We thank you for the steadfast love huh? that never ceases. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, as we continue to pray for this nation and pray for your people. Pray for every leader, regardless of what it is they're leading, God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that somebody will share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them and will teach them about steadfast love, how to be dedicated to Christ. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for making us the example of who you are. We will continue to follow after you. Father, we thank you that even as we head out today into our places that we'll go, God, whether it be work, school, of doctor's appointments, Father God, we pray, Lord God, that your will will continue to be done in our lives. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We appreciate you. And as we continue to pray for all those over the nation, God, that they will continue to to want more of you, God, to crave and thirst for you, God, because it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. So God, we love you this morning. We thank you that we have a place that we can gather. Thank you, Lord, for this line is growing and is expanding. It's your line, God, because it's your word that's being taught. It's your word that's being preached and declared over this line. And that's why the line is continuing to grow because of the steadfast love that we have for you, Lord. God, we praise you this morning. 
We give your name all the glory. We give your name all the praise. We thank you for every word that's taught on this line every day, even on the Tuesdays and, and Thursday nights, oh, Father God. And even as we are, we're preaching and teaching in our, 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 our places of worship on Sunday, God. Whenever we gather, God, we're gathering in your name because it's about your will and not ours. So, God, we be so careful to always give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. We love you and we love your people. For it is in your precious and mighty name, Jesus, that we pray and we give thanks. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Pastor Phoebe. Thank you, Pastor Phoebe. Thank you, Pastor Phoebe, for that prayer. Amen. Bringing it all together. Amen. And lifting it up to the Lord by way of petition this morning. Amen. So as we go forth today, I would just encourage you, grab you a strong sense of mission. Don't just let it be, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to act a certain way. Take it to another level. Let it be a strong sense of mission that drives you today. Be driven by the steadfast love that you have for the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, I still charge you, find you three new people today and just share the love of Christ with them. Be driven with a sense and purpose of mission today. That's what Paul was. You know, the people are out there, they're hungry, they're thirsty. They just don't know what their appetite is calling for. They just don't know how spiritually undernourished that they are. You know, and so they're out there. So be driven, be driven, be driven by your steadfast love for him. Be driven by a strong sense of mission. I can't echo that enough. That's my prayer for you, that you you receive a strong, a stronger than you had before sense of mission and purpose. And let the Holy Ghost, like Paul did, let him lead you, let him guide you, let him direct you. Uh, I know those people are out there waiting to hear what you've got to say, waiting to receive that witness uh, that you're driven by and tell them about the steadfast love of Jesus Christ uh, all those things pastor Phoebe captured when she was praying about how Jesus was driven and how he went all the way died on that cross paid the price fully for our salvation and that love is made available today I was thinking about those people that was with Paul they didn't go all the way to Jerusalem they cowered out they chickened out everybody's not going to want to go all the way with you you know but they went part of the way just to encourage him and then Paul went all the way. It's time for people to make up their mind that I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to keep doing this because he has begun a good work in me. I'm confident that he's going to continue to perform it until the day he comes back for us. All right, then. Well, thank you all again. Uh, thank you, Pastor Phoebe, again for that prayer. Uh, get you a sense of mission and be driven by that. Be driven by your steadfast love for Jesus Christ. And I believe we'll win souls as a result. All right. Love y'all. This recording is now ended. <music>